Assalamu alaikum everyone, welcome back to my podcast. I hope you're all well, inshallah. I'm good too, alhamdulillah. Today's episode will be about backbiting and the things wrong with it, as well as what Islam has to say on the topic. And as you know, everything I say will be referenced or as much as I say as possible will be referenced. As in, I'll reference as much as I can and I won't just say stuff and say it came from something without a reference. Also, this episode is dedicated and a reminder to myself as well as to everyone else. Now, reminders can still be given if they're if it's something that you're not good at because you can remind yourself and you can remind other people too so we can all try and learn and better ourselves together now backbiting by definition is when we talk negatively about someone behind their back as in when they're not around whether they are muslim or not that doesn't really matter because you can still backbite a non-Muslim, you can backbite a Christian, a Jew, you can backbite anyone. And an example of this would be if you heard that someone failed their exams and in response you went and told everyone about how they failed and how dumb they are and you made up lies. Even if they're not lies, you just made stuff up. Or even if you didn't make stuff up and you just said that they failed, because you think they're dumb, you think they're this, you think they're that. It's not right. Making that person look bad in everyone's eyes just because you feel like it'll make you feel better about yourself. Now that's backbiting. People who backbite others are usually not like that to the faces of the people who they talk bad about when they're not around. These people love to gossip, but when they're in front of the people who they talk about, they show themselves to be nice, kind, the complete opposite of how they actually are when the person isn't around. They're hypocrites in all honesty. And I know a lot of us struggle with backbiting, especially us women, I know. But you have to admit that women do talk a lot, and it does lead to sometimes talking about things that are not good and spreading rumours that are not true by accident, unintentionally. But it happens when you just talk a lot. And it's not good for us, it's not good for our religion. And our beloved Prophet Muhammad frequently talks about the dangers of talking negatively about others and the dangers of just talking too much. The Quran itself tells us not to backbite others. It says, O you who have believed, avoid much negative assumptions. Indeed, some assumptions is sin, and do not spy or backbite each other. Would one of you like to eat the flesh of his brother when dead? You would detest it. And fear Allah. Indeed, Allah is accepting of repentance and merciful. It first says the sum, that some assumptions are sins. So only the bad ones. Then it tells us to refrain from spying and backbiting on others. After that, it compares backbiting to cannibalism finally calling you towards repentance.
Now, let's just have a quick minute to think about how backbiting has been compared to eating the flesh of a human being. It's been compared to cannibalism. That sentence alone shows us why we should avoid backbiting. It's compared to cannibalism, which is known to be impermissible in Islam, to the extreme. We cannot at all. It's horror. And in most countries, not just Muslim countries, but other countries, pretty much most religions across the board and cultures also refrain and call this a major sin. It's not just Islamically wrong, but a huge moral no for most of the world, even atheists alike. This is such a severe thing to be compared to. This just goes to show the importance of not backbiting and not speaking about others in such a negative way. It doesn't matter if you are speaking the truth about someone with your negative talk, it is still backbiting. In Riyadh Salihin Hadith 1523, it says, Abu Huraira said, The Prophet, the Messenger of Allah said, Do you know what is backbiting? The companion said, Allah and his Messenger know better. Thereupon he said, Backbiting is talking about your brother in a manner which he dislikes. It can be said to him, What if my. It was said to him, what if my brother is as I say? He said, if he is actually as you say, then it is backbiting. But if that is not in him, then it is slander. From this hadith you can see that it doesn't matter whether or not what you say is true. You will, in re- you will sin regardless. If it's true, then you will get the sin of backbiting. And if it's not true, then you will get the sin of slandering. You cannot win either or way. So it's best not to say anything bad about anyone behind their back. It's best to refrain speaking about others negatively behind their back. Now the Prophet Muhammad always tells us through narrations in Hadith on how our speech needs to be good and not excessive. As Muslims, we believe that we should have good manners and behaviour, both with Muslims and with non-Muslims alike. One of the hadith that speaks on our behaviour and speech is in Sahil Bukhari, hadith number 6139. Narrated Abu Huraira, the Prophet said, Whoever believes in Allah on the last day should not hurt his neighbour, and whoever believes in Allah on the last day should serve his guests generously. And whoever believes in Allah in the last day should speak what is good or keep silent. Now, if we were to follow the advice from Prophet Muhammad we would easily avoid this, this whole backbiting issue as a whole. We, sh- we should take example and follow in his footsteps with not just his sunnahs but his way of life in general, just keeping negative comments to ourselves would save so much would save us from so much sin and so much nonsense and stress. If we had the thoughts about others that were negative, but we never said them, we never verbalized them, we would remain unpunished for them. 
as thoughts are not sinful, but what we say and what we do, our actions and our behavior, they impact our sins and they impact us in the hereafter. But our thoughts are never impacting us. They remain unpunished. Your thoughts don't count, but your actions, your behavior, your speech, your manners, all of that stuff counts. Now, I'm not defending thinking negatively about others. No, actually, I'm just saying that it's better to avoid the sin of backbiting by keeping your thoughts about others to yourself. Now, although I myself struggle with this, as I've said before, I know many people, many other people do too. And I thought to share a few ways to avoid backbiting that I need to work on as well. Number one is to think about whether you would say that to the person who you want to speak badly about behind their back. Would you say that to them on their face? Would you say that to them or would you rather they not find out you said you want you said that about them? Would you rather keep hidden that you believe that about them? Or would you go to them and tell them blah 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 this and that? If no, if you would prefer they not know that you think that way about them, if you wouldn't say that to their face, then don't say that behind their back either. Number two, be silent. If you have no good to say, as we discussed before, be silent. You'd rather keep the negativity in your head than verbalize it. Number three, make excuses for your fellow people. There is a hadith about making excuses, but I don't quite remember it, so I won't be mentioning it, as I don't want to spread spread any misinformation. But in Islam, we are told to make excuses about people. If you see something, always make an excuse. If someone smells like alcohol, for example, assume that someone threw some of them, on them or maybe they passed by an area that smelled like alcohol and it absorbed into their clothes. If they don't wear a hijab properly then assume they don't know better or that they're a new Muslim. Always make excuses for others. Number four, fear Allah and the day of judgment. Allah knows all we do and say so do not go against his commands and backbite. This big sin of backbiting will come and stand against you as a major sin on the Day of Judgment. And we don't want that. We want to get to Jannah with flying colours. We don't want any major sins or even a bunch of minor sins or any sins in our way to our goal, in our way as a hurdle to the goal of going to Jannah. We need to try our best and not just in this area but in all areas of our deed and especially hard with the major sins as they really can destroy our akhir. Inshallah we are all saved from backbiting and its harmful impacts on us in this life and the next. Anyways, I know it's a very short podcast but I wanted to keep it short and sweet to the point and not here and there as I haven't uploaded in a while so I wanted to make sure I could upload something 
I hope you enjoyed this podcast and inshallah you learned something new. And if you haven't learned anything new, inshallah it's just refreshed your mind and reminded you about how sinful this whole backbiting ordeal is. I just hope you find it somewhat helpful and beneficial. And if you would like more Islamic content, then do check out my Instagram, which is by the same name, Farah Talks with three S's. I do not post often, but when I do, I try to... Well, most of the stuff I post, I just try to make it beneficial. So do with that what you will. And for now, assalamu alaikum.